everyone. Welcome to episode 46 of Into the Mic, where we talk about everything on Microsoft from Xbox to Office and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Gunter, and joining me today, as always, the run and gun crusader himself, Mr. Ryan J. Whitehead. How's it going, Richard? It's going well. How about you? It's going very well, sir. Here we are, 46. 46. Four episodes away from 50. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And we're 50 follows away from 10,000 followers on Xbox Canada. <laughs> Momentous occasions all around. It's going to be crazy out there. Yep. But, uh, you know, we got some fun stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we do. We're talking about all the major lines of business here. And let's start mm-hmm. by taking a peek through the panes, talking about Windows. So, you know, one of the most frustrating things with uh, you laptop users is touchpads. Sometimes touchpads are not a fun experience for the uninitiated. And therefore, there are some really great touchpad features that you guys should be aware of mm-hmm. uh, in the in the Windows 10 experience. So, one of them is which to, obviously we know to select an item, you just tap that D-pad, just tap on it, and then, or uh, sorry, D-pad, wow. D-pad. Sorry, sorry, thank you controllers. Tap on the touchpad and then you'll select an item. But if you place two fingers, you know you can scroll. But if you place three fingers, mm-hmm. three fingers, mm-hmm. and you scroll away from you, you can go into timeline. Yes. And if you scroll towards you, three fingers towards you, then you go right to your desktop. Yep. That Love is it. really, really cool. Uh, if you go three fingers to the right or left, you can uh, switch between applications. Yeah, this is very cool. It's almost like the Alt Tab, but it lets you use the touchpad to kind of pick the window. Rather than you know when you Alt Tab through Windows, you have to go through all the windows. Yeah, this sort of lets you pick whichever one. Like I have, uh, I have nine windows open right now, mm-hmm. so I've got two rows. And I can actually just like go down to the one row and then open up, you know, my Word document. Boom, I just did it. But, you know, you also got to think of the uh, accessibility features this offers. Because, like, what if you only have one hand, right? You can't all tab. and Yeah, exactly. To, it's not going to be a natural experience for you. So this is really cool that, they're, that they have this. Uh, so you can... Um, so you can go through this. We have the link up there. You can see all the different ones. Um, you can Here's act- Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. Oh, okay. Because did you know that if you tap three fingers on the tap three fingers on your touchpad, I was just it opens up Cortana. <laughs> I was just not only to... Cortana. We don't. I mean, Cortana. Okay, sure. But it opens up the search bar. So rather mm-hmm. than I, I don't use this is just my own personal usage of Windows 10. Mm-hmm. I don't use the start menu at all. Yeah. I use the search bar. I go there if I want to open up Word. I go to search. I type W O and then I hit enter and Word comes up Mm -hmm. now i don't have to put my mouse down there i just have to three finger w o boom words open wow what about four fingers tapping four fingers ryan i'm glad you asked and uh four fingers so one thing i do use is the nightlight mode and you have to go through the action center to access it so if you tap four fingers it opens up the uh the action menu and you can turn on your priority only tablet mode. You can turn on that nightlight because for me, I love nightlights. You know, I grew up with nightlights. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, I do work uh, at night, so mm-hmm. staring at a blue light screen does hurt the eyes. Uh, but hit that nightlight mode. But yeah, simple tap, four fingers on the touchpad. Now, this also goes to show you why you see touchpads getting bigger as well, right? This could be a reason. For sure. I no, mean, these are cool. Yeah. A lot, like, we, we are 
considered power users. We use this stuff all day. We need to train on this stuff. We need to know this stuff. Yeah. I did not know about some of these, like the three and four finger tap, did not know about those. Mm-hmm. And it is time saving because going down, going down to the action center is not that big of a deal. Right. But you do have to go down to that very small icon. You have to click on it. This is four finger tap, turn on nightlight. Like it's, mm-hmm. that saves you time. Yeah. That's a cool shortcut. Exactly. And it's, it's, I, I love, I'm a big fan of shortcuts. hundred percent. And, and it, the, when I can actually make it to a natural habit, it feels amazing. Like yeah. the alt tabs and what have you, like those are simple. This is like, that's like basic, basic shortcuts. Alt tabs is basic. Yeah. This touchpad thing, just cut that right in half. And now I, I can just access these things a lot quicker. This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid growing up, we had computer class. I, I remember that very Because computers bad. were kind of new, so they had to teach mm. kids how to use computers. Do you like that circus game that they used to have in the computer? I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. But what I do know is they would teach you about shortcuts. Yeah. And I'll never forget, my teacher had an accent, so he would control C, control V. He would say copy paste. <laughs> control C is copy paste. You want to copy paste over here? And it's like, oh my God. So I will forever, for the rest of my life, say copy paste. Copy paste. Because it's just funny. <laughs> I know that it's copy-paste, people. I know. But copy-paste is better. I, I like it. But it's little things like that that help you remember it forever, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's why he did it. Because I will never forget that exactly. shortcut. Exactly. Uh, teachers. Aren't they great? They are, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on. Yep. And I'm going to take a step into the office. Ooh. It's time to get productive. Yeah. Let's turn data into insights with natural language query, Brian. <laughs> Ryan, so so much emphasis. All right, so um, this one is really cool. Uh, one of the things I've always struggled with with Excel is learning the Excel language, mm-hmm. right? You know, a lot of people come in and like, oh, did you use this formula? And they insert like, like, did you do an X X lookup with index match? And, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I got to take the time to learn it. And it's a shame because maybe there's a, you know, we all have puzzle pieces to a complication or a problem. Right. So, you know, language barriers could be a thing. But yeah. anyway, speaking of that with Excel, uh, this natural language query is pretty cool. So basically, uh, this is a feature in preview. It's not out yet. It's in preview and it's going to be a Excel for web experience um but you'll be able to use uh questions to sort data and then create a chart based on the data you're looking at so in the example they used in this video uh, they wanted to look up um sales by product and they were looking for clothing sales so they literally typed in what were the clothing sales and they were given uh all sorts of ways to organize the data into you know bar charts and data they get a pivot table they get yeah. to insert a pivot table that pulls out they've got a list of information here mm-hmm. that has sales on all kinds of stuff right whether it's like this is a sporting goods company let's say they've got tires and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff uh bikes whatever so they say what are the clothing product sales it pulls all those out turns into a pivot table that shows you the sales just for all the clothing products which is crazy. This this is Ryan. What you just said is exactly what it is. It breaks down those com- those barriers of uh, you know c- communicating in the language of Excel. Mm-hmm. Pulling out that data for all the clothing items is something that you could do mm-hmm. in Excel fairly. Let's just say fairly easily. Like it's as long as you yeah. know how to do it. You have to pull it out. This is just type it in. 
give me the sales data for clothing. And it magically, through the power of AI, does that. This is the stuff, when we talk about empowering people to achieve more, this is exactly it. This is somebody who maybe doesn't have the time to invest in Excel, learning all the ins and outs. They Maybe they're running this small company mm. and they, they don't know how to pull out this data that they need. This is going to let them do that. Yeah, and I, I love that you phrased it that way because think about it too. There are there are pro Excel users out there, but you can't remember every little name or value that you're looking for. And that is also why we have the search bar, which is a huge, mm-hmm. huge feature for Office. But that's why it's there because you might need to try to find something. But this is another shortcut that allows people who don't maybe not know the language or completely forget what they what they remember from Excel, and they just type in that question, and bam. Oh, there it is. There's a chart. And how to organize it, which is huge. That's big. Yeah. Oh, man, that is big. See you later, analysts. We don't need you anymore with all your data analyzation. Yeah. We're just going to ask Excel. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a very cool feature. Yeah. Uh, Super, super cool. There was also another feature down in the bottom here uh, that was also pretty neat. Uh, with the, it's called dynamic arrays. Here's the fan, insert fancy term here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have, let's say you have, uh, let's say you have a sheet where you want to filter data. So you have names, and of course, we go to a lot of events where they ask you your dietary restrictions, right? So they have meat, vegetarians, all that stuff. So what you can do is you can take a list, you write equal sign, and you type in uh, unique, and then you type in filter. And then you'll get a list, you'll take a list of names and you'll take their list of choices and it'll actually sort which one you specifically want. So if you want just vegetarians, it will take those two big charts of data and then filter it into the data you want based on that, which is pretty cool. I think that's This is super cool. So you can, this is very cool. There's actually a few different things you can do. So one of them is filter Mm -hmm. or sorry, one of them sort. So it gives you, it sorts them in alphabetical order. It's got a list of names, sorts them in alphabetical order. The next one's unique. And this one's super cool, Ryan. Yeah. It removes duplicates. So you can say from a list of entire, so for example, in this list of names, there's two Janes. You can say, I want just all the unique names. So if there's two Janes, I don't want them. Mm -hmm. So it removes all the uniques. And then the one there with dietary restrictions is amazing, where you can actually do, give it the array. So a bunch of names, Beside them is the choice that they made. Let's say you're planning a wedding. Hmm. Mm. And people give back I'm their cards. Yeah. People <laughs> give back their cards to say what what meal choice they want. Yeah. Then you can filter out and say, okay, how many vegetarian meals do we need? Boom. You use this, you do the array, you say I only want the veg option to show up, and then it shows you the four people's names who chose veg. These are very cool dynamic arrays. I love them. Yeah, thank you, Excel. Excel, honestly is the most powerful program I think of all time ever made uh, actually was there's a phrase people use is like like the like 10 percent of the people in the world know how to use only half of like excel's potential oh yeah or yeah something yeah, like yeah. That. oh you crazy. can do entire crazy things in excel it's actually pretty wild fun fact you can actually program the first version of gta the first game of gta into excel crazy that is nuts crazy yeah all right so that's excel i think the more we know about Excel, the more we can share these amazing features with customers and say like, hey, these are the th- things that you can do inside this program. Mm-hmm. And I and uh, what I love specifically, the, the the those arrays are super cool. They're a little bit, I, w- I don't want to say complex, they're a little bit more advanced, but 
this data insight using natural language query is something that like once this goes 100% live, it's still in, if you have the Office Insider, you can check it out today. But um, once this goes live for all Office 365 users, that's a, that's a demo for sure in stores. Just being like, hey, do you, do you know how to make a table out of data? And a lot of people will be like, yeah. Even if they say yes, you can say, hey, I'm going to show you an easier way to do it. And mm-hmm. if they say no, you're going to be like, hey, I'm going to show you how to do it now in like one mm-hmm. step. Or you can make a game out of it. You can challenge them to make data. Who makes data faster? Like, put yeah, data yeah, make a game out of it. But I think this is a very cool demo that just shows like, hey, mm-hmm. we're making technology easier for people. It's all about, you know, making it easier and allowing it's the democratization of tech where you don't need to know all these fancy variables and fancy languages you just need to you want to use it you want to use the power of excel you can use it just by speaking the language you speak dope love it yep all right let's talk about surface surface pro x i didn't do my little segue i'm just so excited about surface pro x uh we're taking a peek beneath surface Surface Pro X stock is arriving at all stores. Um, Best Buy will carry it at all stores. Oh. There's going to be demos out. Oh. Um, stock is going to be in a good situation from what I am, have been told. So we want to make a, a pretty concerted effort to push the Surface Pro X training in stores. Make sure that the RPs know about it. Um, Best Buy is getting stock. Staples can now sell it at every single one of their stores online, so they can go and sell it um, on their website. And uh, this is a device that we have been, I think, plagued by inventory constraints since it came out. I know that some of the, the demo units, we didn't have the proper amount of demo units. The demos that were, are supposed to be there are going to be start showing up. So we're in a spot now where we can actively sort of push to sell this device. And we always want to consider who the device is for and who it's not for. But always remember to lead with what the device is great at, right? This is an incredible thin and light surface. It's our thinnest surface device ever. It's got that beautiful 13-inch edge-to-edge screen. And it's got that built-in LTE. That's the biggest selling feature. So it's for people who are on the go. And I think a lot of the time, like... I know as a team, we're all like, oh, it doesn't do 64-bit x86 architecture apps. I know that. And I know that customers need to be made aware of that. But we need to position it in a way to say like, hey, let let me educate you on this. It's probably, if you're not a power user that even knows what a 64-bit app is, then you probably don't need a 64-bit app. Mm -hmm. Like it, it really isn't something you should be worried about. If... And again, I don't want anybody downplaying it and being like, hey, don't worry about it or not even speaking about it at all. Because if you're buying this device, it's not a cheap device, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, if you're buying a device that costs that much, you don't want to get it home and then realize that you're that you're handcuffed mm-hmm. and you can't install something that maybe you did want to install. But lead the conversation with what it's great at, which is it's got that built-in LTE. It's all about mobility, staying in your flow and staying productive yep. while you're out and about no matter where you are. And... <clears throat> The reality is that today, a lot of people are using web apps. Like everything's a web app, right? There's no, on on the PC at least, you don't, there is a Netflix app on the Windows Store. But I can guarantee you that, I'll, I can't guarantee you that. I don't have any data in front of me. But my, my gut, my, my feeling is most people go to Netflix.com and stream it from the web. They don't actually use the app. And the same can probably be said for Facebook, Instagram. All of these things have apps on the Windows Store. More importantly, YouTube. 
YouTube doesn't even have an app. That's but that's what I mean. Like the YouTube has apps in other categories, but yeah. people still use the they website. Go to the website. Yeah. So anything that's in the website is going to work great mm-hmm. on the Surface Pro X. And I think that's what we want to talk about is like, hey, you're using, and I'm going to name some competitors, but whether it's Google Docs, Slack, uh, Office Online, um, Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, Crave TV, whatever they're doing, all of these things are done through the web browser. And that is the bulk of what people do, mm-hmm. right? There are people, and we don't, I'm not saying there aren't people who do video editing and there aren't people who do 3D modeling or do heavy gaming. We know right off the bat, if somebody says, hey, I want to play games, you're not talking about the Pro X. It, it's not even coming up in the conversation. It's not something they should be considering. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people who you are speaking to about the Pro X to are those people who the majority of what they're doing is in the web app. Right. Or it's downloading an office app or something like that. Mm-hmm. So just make sure that you are aware of how much this is going to affect that particular customer. Mm. They need to know about it. They need to be aware of it. But just let them know and reassure them that, hey, you know, based on everything you're telling me right now, based on the fact that you say, hey, I just check my emails, I browse the web, I watch a bunch of Netflix, and uh, I do some Word documents and write essays or whatever. Based on what you just told me, trust me when I say this isn't going to be an issue for you. And, and I think what you're, what you're really hammering here is that, is that guys, this is our chance to flex the challenger approach. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, we're not trying to say sell surface pro X to everybody. You know, this is one of those scenarios where you're going to have business people come in and they may be confused as to what they need. Or you might have a consumer that comes in that maybe does a little business on the side and maybe just likes to travel a lot. So this is where I always come in with the Surface Pro and usually leverage this. But maybe they need something leaner, lighter, a little bit more powerful and always connected. You know, like it depends on what they what they need. Right. So this is where that challenger approach is going to come into play. You're going to have to flex those challenger muscles a little bit and really shift the uh, create a paradigm shift perspective on the surface pro X and the advantages for a mobile user. There are a yeah. lot of businesses out there that would take advantage of it. Travel agents, real estate agents, um, you know, small business owners, all those types of people will definitely benefit from a device like this. This is a similar conversation. And, and I know many of you have worked retail, like actually worked in a retailer. I know mm-hmm. you work in retailers every day, but you work for on, on behalf of Microsoft. Um, you get this all the time. I, when I worked at Best Buy selling computers lo- a long time ago, you would get that person who comes in, knows nothing about computers. Hey, I asked my friend, he says I should get this $1,500 desktop PC because yep. it's really good. Mm-hmm. And their friend is a power user. They, d- they play games, they do all that stuff. And you're like, oh, well, what are you gonna use it for? Oh, it's like word processing and checking email. It's like, well, hey, listen, th- if you wanna spend $1,500 on this thing, that's great. But you don't need all that. You can I can bring you down to like a five hundred dollar machine. It's going to do everything you need, yeah. and more. And it's the same sort of thing. It's like, hey, they may be coming in thinking, oh, well, you know, I read the reviews online. I saw the reviews online. It says it doesn't mm-hmm. play sixty four bit apps. I need sixty four bit apps. It's like, do you need sixty four bit apps? And and if you do, that's fine. Like, this is not the device for you. We know that. Yeah. But we need to be aware that like. Just because somebody thinks they, I'm going to need a 64-bit app one day, it's the same reason, guys, I have a drawer filled with old cables sitting in my desk that I'm never going to throw out because one day I might need it. And it's like, have I ever needed one of those cables ever? No, never. But I feel like I do. And it's this, you know, it's this, you could, the same mm-hmm. could be said about 64-bit apps where it's yeah. like, there's just this feeling of like, one day I might need to install something. Yeah. It's like, will, will you though? And again, if they feel strongly about it, you're not here to pressure them into buying this thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But just 
try to put it into perspective for them to say like listen reassure them again based on qualification yeah based on what they're using the device on and reassure them to say like hey listen at the end of the day yes this is the way it is and if yeah. you're not comfortable with that let me know I, we can we can talk about it um, and that's great feedback to share in word on the street like if you have that full-on conversation with somebody and they go through and they say hey no i've never used a 64-bit app in my life mm-hmm. but i'm still bothered by that i still don't want to buy it share that feedback but the reality is, is if you have that conversation with somebody and you reassure them and say, hey, listen, you've never used a 64-bit app before based on what you're telling me, yeah. you probably won't ever in the future, you should be good with this device. And you should be able to, to reassure them so that they're confident in the purchase they're making. Someone who actually does a really good natural challenger approach and uses a similar strategy that you do, which is like really creating a perspective, is uh, Farhad. Farhad does there an you incredible... Go pitch where i i've seen him do it it's so natural for him and he just like like this guy will just cut out all this like unnecessary uh unnecessary dialogue with this person because he like he not saying that he's like shutting them up but he's just like he's just eliminating all that excess information and being like here's what's important and his pitch is always that i don't know if i i, I don't know if i'm using it in the right way but his pitch is always using a car he always mm-hmm. talks about cars and he says like okay, if you're going to buy this laptop, you're essentially buying a Lamborghini uh, and you're going driving down a highway in, in Ontario. So chances are you're going to be driving the same speed as everybody else. Yep. You just have a fancier car that you may not even be, you may not take advantage of. And he's like, so that's why you're spending this much money. And I don't know if you really need to spend this much money. You might want this. And, he's like, and, the, and the, the metaphor works so well because it's a clear image. It gives them a great perspective on exactly what they're getting. Yep. And it, it works. It's, it's a challenger that works. Yeah. Yeah. Use that challenger mindset. Mm-hmm. Sell the Surface Pro X. There is, um, in fact, uh, there's an LMS incentive launching. Basically, it's Monday, March. What is Monday, March? Monday, March 9th. So Monday, March 9th, there's an LMS incentive launching on Best Buy for the Pro X. Right. Um, anybody who goes on there has a chance to win some amazing cash prizes because they don't do gift cards anymore. They actually win cash that goes on their pay stub. So they can go on there, win some cash. We have also um, refreshed, if you go to the aka.ms slash MS field training site with all the training documents in there, if you go to the Surface Pro X folder, there's some new documents in there as well. Um so just we're trying to refresh and re-push out the Surface Pro X. So mm-hmm. you guys are hugely, a huge part of that, there getting out go. that message about the Pro X. Yeah. All right. That's been Surface. Now let's talk about Xbox. Let's get in the game. Get in the game. Let's do it. So one of the cool things that happened uh, recently on Xbox Canada was I was given the chance to show a preview, an uh, open box preview of the Magenta controller mm-hmm. that's coming out. I'm super stoked. One thing it that looks X- great. Xbox kills at is custom controllers. Uh, whether it be your own design or the designs they come out with, one of the most widely celebrated ones is the Sea of Thieves custom controller. And yep. uh, was it you? I think it was you that was saying this. This is the closest you're going to get yeah. to the the beauty that was the Sea of Thieves If you controller. missed out on that Sea of Thieves controller... <laughs> Just like Ryan said, this is as close as you're going to get to that because it, it has the same kind of vibe. Yeah. It's that super cool purple. 
um, but it's got that fade into transparency. It's really, it's. I saw it in person. You got to show it off on the stream. It's a really nice looking controller. It's so gorgeous. Um, it's, you know, I've been a fan of the Phantom White controller, which I used to play all the time. But it's something about having a, a this color, like this this really defined color that really makes this controller stand out. And I mean, these, you know, these Xbox controllers. It now's the time to buy them because even if you get a new console, you can just, you know, swap them over and use them on yep. the series x uh the other thing that i want to point out is just all the natural advantages this controller has that is may not be at top of mind which is like the bluetooth and being able to just go over to windows and then just bluetooth connecting your controller and you're good to go even to your phone yeah bluetooth to into your phone. phone now here's ryan you mentioned it but i cannot i want to say it again yeah stress it stress series it. x is back compat with xbox one controllers that's right so Every single RP in your store should know that. Yes. Like 100%, they should know it today Mm -hmm. so that they can, if it comes up in conversation, if somebody's like, hey, I'm waiting. Let's just say they're having a conversation about a game. Somebody says, hey, I don't want to buy this Xbox One S Mm -hmm. today because I'm waiting for the Series X. Okay, cool. Just so you know, like... Maybe they're not going to make that console sale today, but say, just so you know, all the controllers are back compat. All the accessories are back compat. Yeah. The games are back compat too. So, you know, don't be afraid. Maybe they're not. If you want to wait a couple months for the Series X, cool, man. I'm not going to force you to buy an, an Xbox One S. Yeah. But just know that all these awesome controllers, which this is a limited edition, maybe sold out in six months. If you really like it, buy it today. You can use it on your Series X. No problem. There you go. And, and here's the thing, too. Um, I have had a lot of feedback from people who listen to the podcast now. Um, and they, one of the things they mentioned is that, you know, though they understand what they need to go in and talk about with Xbox, they're still not quite clear on what may, what may be need, what may be needed to be said. Okay. And so one of the things I will stress is that when we have news, like the news we just had with the Xbox series X, they may have read it, but they don't understand it, and they they will want clarification. As long as you're on, as, as long as you keep an open on open and honest conversation with them, they will they will admit to you after you just be like, just so you know, controllers are forwards compatible, mm-hmm. right? And they'll be like, oh, so they are, and then they'll they'll have that confirmation with you, and they'll feel more confident in talking about it. The same goes with this whole backwards compat conversation. You know, uh, with the games. So Xbox Series X has claimed that all the games on the back compat list will go onto Series X as well. There you go. And it's these little things. They EB Games guys will think they know, but they will always love that reassurance as long as you're just like, hey, just want want you guys to be aware. This is what's going on. Yep, there you go. You're in there to just verify everything for them. Mm-hmm. With that said, make sure you know what you're talking about. Yes. Have it in front of you if you have to. Like, print out that article. Yeah. Because that article is your Bible. Literally, we were talking about it, Ryan and I and Matt, on the social team. There was a there was a video they made in the UK that they put out, like, right away after that announcement. And Matt was thinking to himself, how did they get away with, how did they clear this? Because everything we do has to get go through approvals from a bunch of people. And it takes Crazy a while. Crazy approval process. Um, and he realized they were mm-hmm. literally just reading that article because that article yeah. copy was approved. So listen, guys, when it comes to stuff like this, you're going to get questions. People are going to want clarification. Mm-hmm. And we don't know the full picture yet. We're still, it's still yet to be announced. Like it hasn't launched yet. Mm-hmm. They've announced what they've announced. Somebody may have a question that's like, hey, it wasn't explained clearly here. Do you know what the answer is? Don't elaborate. Don't kind of assume things. Stick to the copy. 
print out that article if you have to, because that article is your Bible. It's got everything you need in there. Yeah. And if it's not in there, just say, hey, wait until further notice. I'm sure they're going to announce it soon with as, as we get closer to launch. And gamers will disconnect from you if you pretend like you know what you're talking about. They, For they sure. can smell it a mile away. They can oh, sm- and they'll take you seriously. If you start going on about like, hey, you know what would make sense if um, this was there. And if that's if it's not in the article and you're making that up, like, yeah, it would make that would make sense. Well, the Microsoft guy just told me yep. it makes sense if that would happen. And now all of a sudden you've started a rumor. Yep. And then you're to blame when, yeah, when yeah. it all when it comes gets, down. Yeah, when it goes out on the on the web. So just make sure you know what you're talking about. Yep. Gaming in, spe- in, in particular, <clears throat> you really have to be on the ball with that kind of stuff. So I recommend like have it in front of you don't don't read it verbatim, but just have it as a reference because, you know, when it comes to office, nobody's really gonna question you on that. Oh yeah, sure. When it comes to X gaming, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to gaming, people, those EB guys know what they're talking about. Yeah. They do want that that verification from you though, and they're they're looking for that extra info. They're looking for that the the extra little nuggets that you can bring to them. And if you go off off script, quote unquote off script, that that could be taken out of context. You don't want to do that. Absolutely. Either. Yep. All right. Well, that's very cool. Um, I was playing Sea of Thieves last night, having a lot of fun, but we won't go down that road. Did you go fishing? Fishing. I didn't fun fish. Right now. Is that a separate mode? I said no. no you it's just, just you have a fishing rod attached, and you to your get pirate. the worms. You dig up the worms. You don't even. I got need leeches worms. and stuff. No, you don't need. The, well, you could. What get, do I do with the worms and leeches? <laughs> so, so the worms. I ate them and I threw up. <laughs> the worms. What you can do is you can use them as bait on your fishing rod, and you can go in and uh, you can get certain fish, mm. but you don't need it. You can actually just. You can just uh, get your fishing rod out, and then you can go to your, your side of your ship or on an island, cast that line, and just... Now, here's the thing, guys. I have struggled with fishing in this game, but the cool thing you can do, and this is what I was told, I have no idea how you will do this on PC. I assume it's going to be heavy, heavily used with the mouse, but when you're fishing, mm-hmm. it's very easy to snap the line. Very easy. So the way to do it is don't reel in constantly. Throw the line in. When the fish bites, start the fish will start going one direction, go the opposite direction, and tug that line. Ryan, have you never played a fishing game before? <laughs> I have not. I but I have been. I have. I have been. This is fishing game one hundred and one, Ryan. What you're saying? I know, but like, uh, but we on Easy Encore, we had uh, we had some of the EB Games guys come out, and we did a three hour stream of fishing. We legit fished for three hours with expert zone members now here's the fun part what happened was all of us was all all of us were not getting fish we were not catching them right out of the gate one dude comes in my boy matt he comes in he's he just goes hey here's how you do it and he explained fishing 101 yeah yeah to the uninitiated perhaps and and i don't think those uninitiated are gonna go hey how do you fish oh well you shouldn't play fishing games who's gonna play fishing games casually richard i mean you answer that question sir i think everybody should <laughs> and so anyways cast the line once the fish bites pull the direction the opposite direction the fish mm-hmm. goes once the fish gets tired then reel in that uh, fish ha, ha, ha. there you go <laughs> there you go all right well you, you could say there's a metaphor there but <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's not it's no metaphor it's literally how you fish period all right well that ends another episode of into the mic where we talk about everything microsoft I want to thank ryan for being here I want to thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week thank you